Yo, it's been a heck of a day. Yo, I could not wait to do the Coach Vaughn podcast. Welcome to the Coach Vaughn podcast. I am Coach Vaughn, aka Vaughn DiCarlo, and Coach Vaughn is on. We got a lot to talk about today, don't we? So, shout out to all of you Boston fans and LeBron haters that have been trolling me for weeks upon weeks upon weeks and deading the King James era way sooner than what you should. Deading the Cavs possibility of getting into the finals way too soon. (laughs) Okay? Let me tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed watching LeBron James and the Cavs beat that ass. They beat the Celtics ass on their home floor. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it so much that I was tweeting the whole time. That is so fun for me. And if you are not following me on Twitter, then you are missing out on a lot of good fun times because that's, you know, that's how I started my whole Twitter experience. And that's where the name Coach Vaughn came from. Twitter. You guys gave me that name. You know why? Because I know what I'm talking about. I'm always right sometimes. And in the case of the king, is still the king and the king doing king shit. Hey, welcome the new Cavs. Now, um, Isaiah Thomas is in L.A., I guess. I mean, he debuted there. Got a couple shots off. Dwayne Wade is back in Miami. Now, that was a hell of a homecoming. Did you guys catch that? What a beautiful, beautiful moment when D-Wade hit the floor back in Miami. I literally had tears a little bit. I, I, I was in tears. It, more than what I could say about the Paul Pierce <laughs> jersey retirement ceremony that they did after the game. Look here. I respect the truth. And Paul Pierce, he got on my everlasting nerves as a Knicks fan. However, I don't know that I care about him enough to watch the ceremony after the game. Um, No. You have to do the ceremony during halftime or something. Like, did anybody stay to watch that? I don't know. I thought that was a weird, weird, weird place to put the jersey ceremony. But I don't know. Shout out to Paul Pierce. And, you know, he gets all of my respect, even though he gets on my nerves. At the end of the game, though, when they interviewed LeBron, his voice sounded very much like Paul Pierce's voice. Like he was totally hoarse, like he's been yelling and screaming, getting his new team together, getting them on point. Did we see my boy J.R. Swish come alive? Did we peep it? Did we see it? He was lit. He was on fire. And I told y'all, I told y'all, J.R. Smith always falls in line when it's time. You can mark my words on that. Happens all the time. You know, I've been a fan of J.R. Smith even before he was a New York Nick. And, you know, once a Nick, always a Nick. But I like J.R. and Mello when they were Nuggets. Like, I like that whole team. And when they would go to the playoffs, they, once upon a time, was my other team. Um, you know, Knicks are always first, but like the past couple of years it's been 
the Clippers as my West Coast team, but I'm pretty much done with them after the Blake Griffin trade. Like the, the clips are clips are done. Um, and I guess my energy is sliding into LA a little bit. I don't know with the Lakers because I do like uh, Zoe and a big baller brand. I do still like Isaiah Thomas. I'm not mad at him being in LA. Um, I don't know. I got a, a couple happy spots in LA. I just, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say like Lakers, like I like the Lakers. It's just hard for that to, it doesn't even roll off my tongue right. But Lake Show does seem to be back, baby. But going back to what I was saying, um, the Nuggets used to be my favorite team out that way to watch. And um, then Jared Smith became New York Knicks. And now he's with the Cavs. Can do no wrong in my eyes. We know my history with J.R. Smith. Um, one of the most decorated <laughs> athletes of our time. A uh, little, little Monique commentary there. Anyway, I couldn't be happier doing this podcast right now. I'm just here to let you know. Um, I know you guys feel like I totally sweat LeBron. I've explained myself one too many times. King is still the king, and he's really out there doing king shit right now. So you cannot be mad at that. If you are, like, just take some hate pills and call me in the morning. Um, but getting back to D. Wade's homecoming, that that was adorable. And I loved how the fans received him and... It was like a roar, like the building shook when he got back and he seems to be really happy and that's where he's planning on retiring and it's going to be a good out for D-Wade. That's where he should be. It was funny, LeBron said, you know, oh, I see D-Wade all the time. He should be in Miami. Wasn't I read something where LeBron said he, he caught, his heart was always still in Miami D-Wade's heart was always still in Miami, and he, he caught him checking the scores, <laughs> checking Miami scores. Like, that's love. Mm. Taking a sip of water. That's love. I get it. And this is the love edition of the Coach Vaughn podcast because, you know, in a couple of days, it'll be Valentine's Day. I'm single. I don't know about you, um, but I've been single like six years now. And, um, yeah, what's love got to do with it? I am not interested in Valentine's Day. I am not interested in you wasting my time, basically. Valentine's Day is for single people. It's not really for couples. Because, like, if you're in a a good relationship, it's always Valentine's Day and birthdays. Like, you shouldn't, if you're in a good relationship, you shouldn't have to wait until a specific time of year to do something nice for that person. So I don't really believe in holidays in that aspect, although it's good to still acknowledge the moment. Um, but I think Valentine's Day is for single people mostly because it's you're already in a relationship. You should already be doing nice things for each other. If you're single, it's more of a time where you can try and date someone or like this is the opportunity to express your interest in someone and maybe buy her flowers or him flowers whatever this is a good time of year to 
put forth some effort and show your interest. I, however, am not interested in your interest because I feel like you're just going to waste my time and my time is very valuable and I'm putting all my time and energy into myself and my comedy as I should right now. Um, it's going to take a lot for a man to get my attention. Well, not a lot. I mean, if you ask me to go to a game, I'm probably going to go. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. There's a lot of walls built up. And, you know, if you're trying to break down the wall or climbing over a wall, then maybe you should just back off because there is a door within this wall. And if I unlock it or give you the key, then come right on in. But until then, eh, I'm good. I just feel like so many, so many people have wasted my time that I'm just not, just not interested. And I know that sounds like all sad and bitter or whatever, but I'm not in a bitter place. I'm just in a, I don't have time to figure out your game thing. It's like when I meet someone if it clicks, if it's right away, I, I, I get it. I'm open. If there's a reason to be open, I'm closed. If there's a reason to be closed and nine times out of 10, there's plenty of reasons to be closed. Um, but once you got me, you got me, you know, I like D Wade and Gabrielle Union's relationship from the outside looking in, you know, we don't know their relationship, but as you know, outside people looking in, it looks pretty, pretty cool. I mean, First of all, can we talk about the picture she posted? The like she was standing in front of a D Wade picture and she was making that ah face. Like that's so cool. I love their dynamic. They seem to be like real friends outside of being lovers and husband and wife. And that's pretty much what I want. I want us if we're not friends and we don't kick it and we have to lie to each other and not be our real selves. Ew, why are we together? Like, I'm not doing that. So I want you to be my number one fan. I want to be your number one fan. I want to, you know, roar for whatever you're doing and vice versa. And it's pretty cool that they got through all of their trials and tribulations and ended up married. And it's it's really cool because she's also like, first of all, she's gorgeous. Can we start there? And she's like, what, 10 years older than him? What? He's... 35 or thirty or just turned 36 and she's 45 and I think gonna turn 46 they're basically a decade apart she's 45 or 46 whatever it is gorgeous 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 she doesn't have any children but she has what five sons with him that can I have that please can my future husband Come well equipped with all the kids that he need. Because I'm not dropping no more babies out of here. Um, shout out to my baby who um, is having a birthday as we are listening to this, February 12th. Um, much love to my, my baby girl. And um, yeah, doing her thing. And I miss her dearly, obviously. But they have to spread their wings and become adults and all that jazz. But she's my only one and, and one and done and I'm not having any more children. So that's the other thing, you know, when dating, 
hopefully I bump into a D-weight situation where it's like, hey, if we don't have kids, it's all right. You know, I got five or six of them. I got a whole team. I got, I got, the, I got my starting five, you know? And they're all boys. How dope is that? Because, you know, men always want to have a son. Well, not always. I'm speaking generally. It's like men have to have that boy. So let's say D-Wade had like five girls or something. Then he might pressure her to be like, hey, I need a son. But no, I think if, you know, if they wanted to have a baby together, they, they obviously would and could. But... um. If not, that's fine too. And I think it's pretty cool. They seem to have a pretty cool relationship. I know that that bump in the road where uh, he had the side baby, you know, I have to acknowledge that, you know, when they had the side baby, that was a huge bump in the road that was before they were married. And there are a lot of people, especially women who don't mind sleeping with your man that believe, you know, if you're not married, he's still single. And in a lot of ways, that's very true. The The sad thing that I didn't like about that time period, I think there was something that I had read at the time where Gabrielle Union had blamed herself for not being around uh, and putting her career ahead of him and her you know, family situation with him. And being a woman who has, has put herself last for so long and put her man and and her child you know ahead of herself and her career I don't know that I necessarily fully agree with her on that um I think there has to be a happy medium between men and women where maybe they found that and that's why it seems as if they're having a successful marriage but there has to be a happy balance where both of you know that you each other comes first um but in honoring who the other person is that their career is who they are and and very important to them so there has to be a happy balance in understanding that if you have to completely change who you are and not do your career and all that stuff, then maybe you shouldn't be with that person. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. It's not like I'm the love doctor and have all the answers. I am coach Vaughn and I have some of the answers and you know, I'm always right sometimes. And I, you know, I have my book speak fluent man, how I learned to speak fluent man, uh, speak fluent man.com. And it's a memoir of my very successful 10-year relationship um, that I learned a lot. I learned a lot and had many, many wonderful days. But there's also uh, a lot of things in that relationship that, you know, I wouldn't repeat. I'm a different woman now. Um, but the, the bottom line to any relationship, no matter what it is, is you living in your truth. So none of us stay the same. I'm, um, like I said, a, a different woman. I'm still the same person, but I've grown and I've had so many different experiences since my last relationship. And even since I've written this book, everything in the book still applies because it's grounded in, in just being honest and living your truth within a relationship. And that relationship can be 
um, lovers, friends, family, siblings, co-workers. You can apply these principles across the board. Um, so right now, in me being single and alone and going, hey, hands off, not interested, is basically me saying, I need some time, one, to really give myself a chance in my career and fully focus just on me. And like Gabrielle Union has said, you know, when you are completely, as a woman, when you are completely being selfish and focused, it's hard to be in a relationship or to have a successful relationship because we as women tend to gravitate towards the supportive role of our men. So I'm glad it seems as if they have found a great balance where she can do her and have a successful career as an actress. She seems to be moving full speed ahead without missing a beat in her relationship. I'm very happy for them. I don't know how the side baby fits in all of this, um, but I'm sure they're taking care of the side baby just as much as they're taking care of the other kids. I, I don't know. I just think it's really cool, and I think that it's pretty cool that Dwayne Wade is going to retire in Miami. Um, where's LeBron going to retire, though? That's that's really... Whew. That's uh the <laughs> the verdict is still out on that, uh, or the jury is still out on that. Is the saying goes, but I have fun on Twitter, uh, with you guys, and it's it's just so funny to me how, like, I posted something. Let me go to it. I'm gonna read it to you. I said, um, <laughs> cause someone had posted, LeBron will leave you chance at the garden so the boston celtics fans as some other t uh fans in the arenas have been chanting lebron will leave you lebron will leave you so i posted um kyrie will leave you is more accurate but it's boston so i don't expect them to get the irony of their chant now in true Boston fashion, they started tweeting at me like this tweet makes no effing sense and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, Boston fans pro proving my point one Boston fan at a time. It's it's just it's it's funny to me. Um, you don't get the irony in what I'm saying. Like people started tweeting me facts and stats and I'm like, it's really not that deep, you guys. What I'm saying is not that deep. It's just not that deep. Follow through with what I'm saying. Stop trying to take it to the stats. This Kyrie's contract is to 2020. And, you know, it's not going to, he's never going to leave because he doesn't have to. And it's like, unless he opts out for more money. Like, I'm getting all these tweets, right? And as people are tweeting me, they're proving exactly what I'm saying. First of all, guys, look up the word irony. I said that Boston fans do not get the irony of their own chant. So they're tweeting me all this crap and they're completely disregarding what I'm saying. Now, it's real simple. Two plus two equals four, right? So you're chanting, you're chanting, LeBron will leave you. Like, I get it. I get what you're saying about the future and la-di-da. But are we just going to disregard that Kyrie bounce like deuces, 
bounced on the Cavs, bounced on LeBron, deuces. He's looking like a genius right now for doing it. Um, well, until, you know, LeBron and the new Cavs smashed them on their home floor. But, you know, I'm like, you guys can't possibly comfortably sing this LeBron will leave you chant without realizing that Kyrie is the same. He will leave you too. But I guess the Celtics fans are going to be in this love affair with Kyrie until he deuces it up to you too. Like, dude, everybody calm down. Stop hating on LeBron. It's, it's, It's really ironic that you guys are looking at him like he's trash when if that is your perception of trash, then you got the king trash bag as your point guard, your leader, your team leader. He deuced up to benefit himself. He wanted to run a team, not be sunned up by LeBron, which, by the way, um, they did their bro hug at the end of the game. Um, and Kyrie did the, the head pat, sun, the sun head pat on LeBron right before LeBron you know, walked away from their bro hug. I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny to me. Um, But yeah, how are you guys feeling? Are you still picking the Celtics in the East now? Are you still picking them? Or are you back on the Cavs bandwagon? I want to know. Tweet it at me. Tweet it at me. Instagram it to me, whatever. I have fun in my IG stories as well talking mess. I got so hype. I went to the gym. I don't typically go to the gym in the evenings because I'm out doing comedy, but I didn't have any spots tonight. No shows tonight. I was at Valley Forge Casino over the weekend. Had a great show on Friday. Um, shout out to Andrew Kennedy. Um, very, very funny headliner there. And, and, and Joel was the host and he produced the whole show and it was a great crowd. I had fun. Um, I am in a total love affair right now with comedy, so hopefully comedy is, you know, going to love me back, and that's who I'm going to be in my love affair with. On Valentine's Day, I'm going to be out doing comedy. I, I don't have my calendar in front of me, so I don't know where. I'm sorry, you guys know. Just follow me on Instagram and Twitter. That's where I always post my shows daily or weekly or whenever I remember. Um... But yeah, I just, I, I do love love. It was amazing to see the love that um, D-Wade got going back home. I think that's a great move. I, I love his relationship with Gabrielle Union. I hope it lasts forever. Hashtag black love. I love it. Um, I love the fact that Paul Pierce got his respect, even though I didn't get to see it or watch it. And I don't really care that much that I didn't get to see her watching. But, you know, respect, respect. Um, And I love that there is some interest from some men to date me. But I just don't feel like it's super genuine. And sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But I think people just be all wrapped up in the sex. And unfortunately, hate to disappoint you guys, but... Sex is not on my clock right now. That That's a dead issue. I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in you wasting my time laying up with me and like 
I, I, I can't even call you in an emergency. Like, I don't get this just having sex socially thing. I'm not a soldier like that. I'm, I'm an intimate woman. So if we're together intimately, we need to be together. So if that's not something that the man is interested in, I'm not interested in just sex. Like, I'm not physical like that. I'm physical in an intimate way, but I'm not just straight physical. And that seems to be a problem for a lot of guys these days. So I'm, I'm really good without it. Go lay up with whomever. But it's just, it's weird to me that, um, well, not weird. It's normal. Sex is important. It's very important. I don't take that away. But if that's your main priority, go find it somewhere else. I'm not, I'm not really going to entertain that type of energy. It's really boring to me. Like if, if your energy towards me is just a sexual energy, I, I look at you like you're whack. Like it, we're grown. Maybe when we were a lot younger or whatever, I get it. But like I'm on a whole new playing field. I'm on a whole new level mentally, physically, e- emotionally, spiritually, career-wise. There's so many things going on in my life to where sex is such a it's not a priority. Like a solid relationship definitely is a priority and you have to know if you're sexually compatible, but that's not going to be the first thing we find out. I'm sorry. You know, there's so much more to discover about each other. And I think sex a lot of times gets in the way. Um, And, you know, it's sad. It's sad, but I'm not missing out on nothing. What's meant to happen is going to happen. What's meant to be is meant to be. And I just find a lot of guys are very, very frivolous. And that's fine if that's the lane you want to be in. I've I've experienced so many different types of relationships and so many different levels. And I do have an understanding. Like if you read my book, please don't tweet me. Oh, I know, you know, um, this, that, and a third. I get it. I get it. However, there's always growth. And I will never not understand the physical aspect of sex and why, you know, that may be first in mind with with men i get it and women are are physical objects and 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 visual sorry visual beings um and to an extent physical objects but at some point when you get to a certain level of maturity you you start understanding how little of importance it is in the overall picture which uh before you start tweeting me uh, thinking you know something about uh, my previous relationship and the person that I was with, God rest his soul. Before you start tweeting me what you think you know, read the book. Read the book. And if it's certain comments that come towards me, I know you haven't read it and I know you don't know what you think you know. Um, but there, there comes a certain level of growth and maturity, which we found in our relationship that puts puts sex will always be important but it puts it on the back burner in terms of the overall picture and the overall happiness now you can't be fully 
complete in your relationship with someone that you're not sexually compatible with. But if that's your first priority, then eh, how well are we ever going to get to know each other, right? I don't know. It's, It's where I'm at. It's what I'm feeling. And it's so not... Being in a relationship in general, whether it's sexual or not, isn't important to me right now. What's important to me right now is my career, fully developing my career and having it blossom into whatever it's going to become and growing my material and my um, my skills and my status as a stand-up comedian and just really flourishing within myself, loving myself, something that I have put on the back burner pretty much my entire life. So what's wrong with that? What's wrong with loving yourself? Happy Valentine's Day to me. Um, That's my priority. That and making sure that I am right when it comes to the Cavs getting into the finals. Oh, blessings and and prayers out to KP6, by the way. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Knicks and where they are now that KP is out, I believe, for like the rest of the season for sure, but part of next season, season as well. Oh, my God, Knicks. Can our luck get any better? But that's love. You want to talk about real love? You want to talk about loyalty and love? Even without penetration, it's a Knicks fan. Because you're not going to get any penetration. No dunks, no lips, no nada from KP6. But I bet you, Knicks fans still show him love. How much you want to put on it? That's real. That's love. Knicks fans are the best fans and the worst fans at, at some some points. Sometimes, sometimes the worst um ever like i hate it how they treated mellow and and every time i talk about how great Knicks fans are i always remember you know the side eye i had to give so many times when it came down to mellow um but yeah i i just wanted to i haven't had a chance to talk about kp being out which ugh, come on what what next? First the fat boys break up, now this. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I hope you had fun in this edition of the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am going to celebrate myself this Valentine's Day. I want you to celebrate yourself. If you're in a relationship, celebrate your mate. But don't just wait till Valentine's Day. Every day. You should be treating each other with love and respect and dignity and loyalty and and treating each other in a way that makes the other person comfortable to love themselves. Not just love you, but to love themselves so that that love can come with re- within and pour out over you and then you reciprocate it back and it's just a beautiful thing. That's what I hope to have someday in my life and to receive that. I have to first what? Love myself. Love my comedy. Love my basketball. 
love my 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 followers and my my fans of the show thank you guys so much for listening to the coach Vaughn podcast spread it around like a funky disease to all of your friends and lovers tell them to listen to the coach Vaughn podcast subscribe and listen guys numbers matter ball don't lie numbers don't lie okay subscribe and listen coach coach Vaughn podcast.com iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Laughable, Misfits Network, SoundCloud. You know where to find me, guys. Come on. You know where I'm at. Um, I, I, have, I don't have my calendar in front of me. I have shows coming up. Follow me on Twist, tw- Twister. <laughs> I can't get through one show without screwing up a word. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and you will see me post my shows and where you can find me doing stand-up comedy, where you come out and I'll make you think and laugh and hey, let's 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 support each other in this world. If you um don't support who you who you love, then what do you support? I don't know. I'm getting all philosophical (laughs) and all I want to say is thank you for listening thank you for the love happy valentine's day coach Vaughn out